Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome. Glad to have you. Looking forward tonight to Packers, one of the undefeateds in the league, looking to remain so. Before going into their bye week, Packers hosting the Falcons. Don't forget, that's 7.50 tonight locally. 7.50. They pushed it back a little bit because the Patriots, uh, and some interesting stuff coming from the Patriots organization. The Patriots, uh, their quarterback, Cam Newton, had tested positive for COVID. And whether or not he came, well, I, I shouldn't say that. Whether he came into contact with somebody that did or he tested, uh, I don't know if we're specifically clear. I was reading the investigatory stuff this morning with Adam Schefter and, and also Mike Florio um, as they were talking about the NFL discussing all of this. But Cam Newton is going to take some time off for the next couple of weeks. Meanwhile, the Patriots are going to be on the road taking on the Chiefs tonight. That's 705, 605 locally. And that's the reason they push back the Falcons, uh, the Falcons and the Packers coming up this evening. But uh, the NFL is going to look into all of this. Not like with the Titans. The Titans, um, they have some issues because there's somebody there that broke some protocol. Okay? That clearly broke some protocol, and that's the reason that uh, the Titans ended up with COVID positive COVID tests with players and management mem- members and such in their organization. This was Cam Newton um, either testing positive or was in contact with someone who did, who has to basically go into the protocol now, that is to quarantine himself for the next couple of weeks. Meanwhile, the Patriots flew into Kansas City today rather than yesterday, ahead of tonight's game. Everybody was tested this morning. The Patriots separated offense and defense and put people in different planes. And instead of having just the two normal buses for the players and members, they had five to six buses and making sure that everybody, you know, Brian Hoyer uh, looks like he's going to either get the start or Jared Stidham. Uh, Hoyer's second on the depth chart. Stidham is third. So, I mean, who knows who's going to be the starting quarterback tonight. You would assume it's Hoyer, but we'll wait and see. But uh, So they're taking all the protocols and precautions tonight to make sure that this game gets off without a hitch. Nobody else contracts COVID, and nobody tests positive between these two teams who are going to be at Arrowhead this evening. So, anyway, that being said, coming up, it's time to do our frenzy. Let's do it. 
Russ looks. He's going to lay it up over the top. He's got a man down there. It's Metcalf. He's got it. Touchdown, Seahawks. Another big football weekend. Give to Gurley. Dives over the pile. Is stood up and is into the end zone anyway for the Falcons. Touchdown. Time to look around the rest of the league. This time, it's a handoff. No, it's a fake. Lance into the end zone. Touchdown, Zuckers. Listen, he faked you. He faked, faked me. He faked everybody. This is the football frenzy on the Bill Michaels Show. Here's the flip to McCaffrey to the right. Picks up a good block from Moten and scores. Touchdown, Carolina. Second down. Handoff, Elliott. Banging at the goal line. That's a touchdown, Cowboys. Time now to take a look around the rest of the National Football League from yesterday. The Bengals were on the road taking on the Jaguars. Excuse me. The Bengals were at home taking on the Jaguars. And Joe Mixon had a big day yesterday. Not one, not two, but three touchdowns. Here's number three. Burrow will line up in the shotgun. He'll hand it to Mixon. Mixon bursting through the middle to the 10, the 5. Touchdown! Joe Mixon and the Bengals, his third of the day. Joe Mixon, a big one. 200, or excuse me, 25 carries, 151 yards. Two touchdowns, three to, technically three touchdowns, two on the ground, one through the air. Joe Mixon caught a pass for 14 yards yesterday that also went for a score. So he had a big day yesterday. Joe Burrow, 25 of 36, 300 yards, the, uh, the rookie, the first overall pick. He throws a touchdown and a pick, 92.4 quarterback rating. A Minshew mania slides downward, 27 to 40, 351, a couple of touchdowns, also a costly pick as well, 101.1 quarterback rating. Uh, Chalk, eight catches, 95 yards yesterday. Uh, A.J. Green, one catch, three yards, five targets. That was pretty much it for him. And uh, Boyd, seven catches, 90 yards for the Bengals. That's the way things ended up. As we continue to move on via the frenzy, Browns and Cowboys. Boyd, speaking of three touchdowns, Odell Beckham Jr. finally got that big game yesterday. Here's Mayfield on a reverse. They're going to give it to Beckham. He's rolling to the right and running. He's up to the 50, to the 45, to the 40, 35, 30. There he goes to the 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, OBJ. He's got a hat trick. What a gutsy call. Odell Beckham Jr., 50 yards on the run. There you have it. That was Odell Beckham Jr., Cleveland Browns Radio Network there. You haven't heard that much excitement from them in a long time, but Odell Beckham Jr. yesterday getting it done. He ended up with a couple of scores, five catches, 81 yards, the 37-yarder right there. Baker Mayfield, 19 of 30, 165 yards. Had a good day, two touchdowns, no picks. Dak Prescott threw for 502 yards, four touchdowns and a pick. And Mike McCarthy doing the same thing. I mentioned this earlier. He is going everything through the air. Zeke Elliott, only 12 carries, 50, only 12 carries, 54 yards. Dak Prescott scrambled twice yesterday. So that means they only had a total of 16 carries yesterday. Mike McCarthy being Mike McCarthy. Sticking with the pass. It is an aerial circus for Mike McCarthy. And uh, yesterday, the Cowboys, they take a, a loss at the hands of the Browns, who put up nearly 50, 49-38, as the Cleveland Browns go into AT&T Stadium and get the win. The Saints and the Lions, Drew Brees to Tra- uh, Traquan Smith for the score. Latavius Murray, the tailback. Brees is going to drop back and look to throw. He delivers. Far side has a man. Cut. Touchdown, Traquan Smith. This Saints offense is making it look easy. Traquan Smith from 20 yards out, and the Saints with 28 unanswered points here in the first half. 28. Lions put up 14. Saints get rolling. Saints put another score on the board in the third, but that was all they needed. 35-29 on the Saints radio network. 
And I had mentioned a little bit earlier, Drew Brees yesterday, 19-25, 246 yards. He had a couple of touchdowns, did have the one pick on the day. Uh, Traquan Smith with the 20-yard touchdown catch. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, six catches, 25 yards. But they were doing all, again, a lot of criticism regarding Drew Brees. Short yardage stuff, quick, easy passes, but that keeps him upright. And as long as they're going to continue to win ball games, they go to two and two on the season. Um, it is what it is. Meanwhile, you got the Seahawks and the Dolphins. Uh, Chris Carson had a pair of scores as well. Here it is. Howard, by real. the way, I don't mean to interrupt, except for a touchdown. Seahawks. It's Chris Carson pounding the ball across the goal line. There you have it. That is Chris Carson pounding the ball across the goal line. Seahawks going to win 31-23. They knock off the Dolphins. Seahawks now one of the only undefeateds throughout the rest of the National Football League. Again, 31-23 on the season. you got the Buccaneers and the Chargers. Uh, the pick six from Tom Brady, he makes up for it. Five touchdown passes, including this one to Kashawn Vaughn. Here's the snap at Scotty Miller. Brady throws a pass near side. Like caught ball by Vaughn. 3-2-1. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Vaughn's first catch of his career, and it's six for the Bucks. Tampa Bay's radio network and uh, the uh, the wonderful Tom Brady, as everybody likes to call him, Tom Terrific. 30 of 46, 369 yards, five touchdowns. Did throw a pick, as I had mentioned. That was a pick six. Uh, they did rush Jones and had 20 carries, 111 yards. Uh, Herbert, 20 of 25, 290 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick on the day. But nevertheless, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 38-31. They get the win in that contest. As we continue on in the frenzy, the Ravens and the Washington football team, Lamar Jackson had this 51, 51 yards out. He goes in. Jackson will keep it on the read option. He's got a hole, 40. Leg race, 30. He's going to go 20, 10, 5. Lamar Jackson, touchdown, Ravens. 31-17, Ravens go to 3-1 and one on the season. And uh, that was on the Ravens radio network. Jackson, uh, 14 of 21, 193 yards, uh, two touchdowns and a pick through the air. Then he was their leading rusher, 53 carries, and that one right there, or 53 yards on seven carries, that one right there for 50. Uh, and that had a touchdown to it as well as the Ravens get an easy victory, 31-17 again. Panthers, Cardinals, Mike Davis takes it in one yard out. Cousins takes the snap. Bridgewater turns towards us, hands to Davis. Yes, sir. The push gets him into the end zone. Touchdown. Gets it into the end zone. Touchdown. There you have it. And uh, they ended up uh, going on to victory. That was on the Panthers radio network. And uh, when you look at the Panthers so far this season, uh, some good, some bad. But this was a nice win over the Cardinals. Cardinals were expected to do some really good things. They're sitting at 2-2. Two and two. The Panthers are back to 2-2 two and two as well. 31-21. The final, again, on the Panthers radio network then you've also got the vikings and the texans just talked about it a little while ago minnesota finally gets a win dalvin cook big huge win cousins takes the snap on second and three gives it to dalvin shakes a tackle at the six another at the five he's out to the left touchdown what a great run by dalvin cook his second rushing touchdown this game and it's 16-3 minnesota 130 yards for Cook, as you heard right there with Paul Allen on the Vikings radio network. A couple of touchdowns. Kirk Cousins, 16 to 22, 260 yards. Did not throw a pick. It was sacked three times, but had a touchdown on the day. Deshaun Watson, 20 of 33, 300 yards, a couple of touchdowns. He had a solid day as well, just not enough defense out of the Houston Texans organization, and they are still searching for their first win of the season. The Rams and the Giants. Jared Goff hooks up with Cooper Cup. Goff wants another one. Here it comes, back from White. 
Looking left, comes off that read, spins it middle. Cooper Cup alone at the 40, down to the 30, running middle. 10, 5, touchdown LA! The first explosive play of the game goes to Cooper Cup for a touchdown with 6.56 to go. 17-9 to the final in this one, but this game was marred. By the way, that's on the Rams radio network, but this game was marred with an after-game fight that broke out. Uh, some tensions between uh, a couple of guys, Tate and company, that have been uh, going at it, it pretty much throughout the offseason over a, quote, family matter. So uh, it got heated after the fact, and uh, that that's pretty much the highlight coming out of that game. In the meantime, we continue to move on. You've got the Bills and the Raiders. Josh Allen and Cole Beasley for the score. Josh in the shotgun. There's a snap. Looks to his right. Fires that way. Got a man there. Cole Beasley makes wow. a catch, and he is into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Cole Beasley. What a great grab. He went up high and brought it down. Touchdown, Cole Beasley, 30-23. That's the final. The Bills go to 4-0. and They are now one of the undefeateds throughout the National Football League as well. Only four remaining. 2-2, two and two, the Raiders are out in Las Vegas on the Bills radio network. Continuing on, the Colts and the Bears. Phillip Rivers finds his new go-to red zone guy, Molly Cox. Third and five, 8.15 to go in the first quarter. Rivers upfield throws to Mo Ali Cox, yes. and he barrels forward across the goal line. Touchdown, Mo Ali Cox. And the Colts are up six to nothing on a 13-yard pass. Rivers to Mo Ali Cox. Colts Radio Network right there. They knock off the Bears. The Bears, their first blemish of the season, 26 of 42, 249 yards of pick and a, and a touchdown for Nick Foles. Meanwhile, Phillip Rivers, 16 of 29, 190 yards, a touchdown there as well. Jonathan Taylor racks up 68 yards on 17 carries. Another solid day for the former Wisconsin Badger. And then as we continue, the last one but not least, Alex Singleton with the pick six, Eagles and 49ers. Here it is. First and 10, San Francisco at the 25. Back goes Mullen. He pumps. It's intercepted. It's intercepted. Down the far sideline and in for an Eagles touchdown. It is Singleton. Alex Singleton. Interception. And the Eagles break it open. There you have it. Eagles broke it open. They got the win, 25-20. That's the way things ended on the Eagles radio network. And that is your friends. You're going to go ahead and take a quick break. This portion of the program brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. We've got more right after this. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Are you serious? Welcome back. Hey, don't forget our friends over there at uh, Quick Trip. Got a lot going on. What's for dinner? They've got new take-home meals prepared fresh in their kitchen, ready to heat and ready to eat right there in your kitchen. Choose from a variety. They've got fettuccine Alfredo, turkey with potatoes and gravy, beef stroganoff, pork chop, you name it. They fix them, put them together, homemade, and then they package them up, and they give them to you, and there you're good to go. Good to go. Our friends at Quick Trip, they got it all going on. They continue to get bigger and better. The Decipher Machine is back. Why? Well, boy, I tell you what, uh, Mike McCarthy uh, not, uh, not, not, going, not going well right now. He uh, talks about his disappointment. I'm disappointed. Uh, I think, like anything, not only we have four games under our belt, you know, um, we need to we need to start games better. Uh, I think we need to, you know, do a better job bringing our preparation to the 
to the, to the performance, and, and that starts with me. Uh, so when your team performs and, and makes similar mistakes, four weeks is a pattern. So this pattern needs to stop, and um, and that starts with leadership. So and that's what uh, that'll be the focus. You know, come tomorrow. Guys are practicing like crap, not doing what they're told to do, and we're a bunch of old coaches trying to teach young guys new tricks. There you have it. Uh, number two, Mac, he said, look, uh, they're not going to win uh, when they're behind all the time. I don't care how we're playing on defense or special teams. We're minus seven for the year. It's unacceptable. It's, 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 it, it will not be a identity of this football team. It, it can't be and, until we all get on the same page and, and get that part corrected. You know, we're, we're, we're going to – you know, we're going to be in no huddle offense for, for a quarter and a half. I mean, it's just, you know, all four games, three of the four games, we've got behind more than, two, you know, two scores. And, you know, we have we have the ability to, to play wide open, which is a real credit to our, our pass protection unit, our quarterback, and our perimeter. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're, we're not helping our defense uh, if that's the way we need to play. Defense sucks. Uh, talks about uh, the the run defense, uh, just furthering the carnage of Suckdom here. Take a listen. Well, overwhelmed. We just didn't play very good run defense. I, mean, I haven't seen the statistics, but I, I mean, we missed a, a number of tackles today. So, you know, th- those are th- those are fundamentals that you know you have to you have to bring to the game. It's part of the preparation. It's uh, you know when you, you look at Cleveland's offense, you start with their their two running backs in their run game. So we we knew it was going to be a a challenge, um, you know, both schematically starting with the wide outside zone and, you know, we, we didn't handle it very well. You know, I mean, it's, I know they had the big reverse there at the end of the game. And it was for quite some distance, but, you know, when you have three, you give about 300 yards rushing, there, there's nothing to, you know, that, that's just poor. That, that's poor run defense. You can't, there's no way around it. As I said before, defense sucks. And then five, or excuse me, four. He just said, look, uh, I'm tired of turn- losing a turnover battle. First of all, we lost the game, so that's why I have to answer these questions this way. Um, but we turned, the ball over on, we turned the ball over on offense. So, you know, the focus was on Miles Garrett. And, you know, we, we could have been better in the two big plays that uh, he made. It, you know, obviously one of them resulted in a turnover. But, you know, ifs and buts are nuts. It'd be Christmas all the time. I get it. But, you know, they had, we, gave, we gave the ball up three times. And um, but other than that, we went up and down the field. So, um, you know, we, we need to play better complementary football. Right now, it's not happening. It hasn't happened in, in any of the four games. Uh, we're come from behind team as I stand in front of you, and that's not the way you win consistently. And that, that will not be our approach. They turned the ball over three times. Ifs and buts were nuts, and Mike's trying to put a spin on it. Ifs and buts were uh, nuts. It'd be Christmas yeah. all the time. I get it. it. Yeah, it would be. It would be fascinating. Well, thank you, uh, Bill. You're very welcome. Uh, they lost the turnover battle. They're not playing with the football. God bless you. Thank you very much. Ifs and buts are nuts. It'd be Christmas all the time. I get it. Oh, I like that. Yeah, ifs and buts are nuts and Christmas, and yeah, it says I like that. Stay positive, oh. Bill. I'm trying to. The Cleveland Browns at one point in that game were up 41-14. to 14. Complete nonsense. And that's when it started, started to, you know, you're, you're basically running no huddle 
for the entire end of third, beginning of fourth quarter, and for the entire fourth quarter. You're running no huddle. Holy shnikes. Exactly. They were down 41-14. 41-14. Sick and tired of talking about the negativities. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, Mike McCarthy still giving us some fodder. If some busts are nuts, it'd be Christmas all the time. I get it. Right? I, I, I get it. I get it, too. I understand it. Completely with you on that. Well, thank you, Bill. <laughs> Coming up tonight, you got the Falcons on the road. They have yet to seek a victory. Uh, then you've got the Packers, who have yet to find a loss. In the meantime, both of these teams uh, getting at it a little bit later on tonight. 7.50 Central Time. You've got the game between the Chiefs and the Patriots in KC tonight taking place. It was postponed a day because of COVID. So. You can book I, that. I love listening to Mike McCarthy. I really do. I, I really, really do. That's always you, good Bill. stuff. You're very much welcome. <laughs> I'm impressed, Bill. I'm impressed. Hey, listen up, my friends. The fall colors are spectacular up north and uh, really starting to turn down here in the southern portion of Wisconsin as well. Are you serious? And there's, I'm serious. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm playing golf tomorrow. Uh, it is nice golfing weather if you don't mind throwing on the long pants instead of the short pants. But that being said, if you want to go golfing, head out because there's still some time to do it. Timberstone Golf Course at Pine Mountain Resort in Iron Mountain, Michigan, rated one of the top golf courses in the country. The amazing views uh, are spectacular. And the natural setting, great place to make that fall getaway with so many things to do, so many great amenities. And look, head up north. Get away from what's the norm now. Just take some time to yourself. That's Timberstone Golf Course. One last time. Take it in one last time. They have golf stay, golf and stay packages right now. And remember, Timberstone's going to remain open through pretty much the end of the month, about October 25th. That's that Sunday, weather permitting. And here's an idea for you. If you're a business owner, big or small, doesn't matter, beginning October 18th for groups of 25 or more, if you need to get together with your group, maybe some team bonding stuff and do social distancing at the same time, your group can take ownership of the Pine Mountain Resort in Iron Mountain, Michigan, or the old Own the Island at the iconic Four Seasons Island Resort that's in Pembine, Wisconsin. Great idea for a company retreat or a business conference. So either way, whatever you got going on, for more information, to book that fall uh, play and stay package for golf or to uh, get the all-inclusive for maybe your business or a team bonding experience, go to the Four Seasons wi.com That's the Four Seasons, WI.com or TimberstoneGolfCourse.com. That's TimberstoneGolfCourse.com. We got some more football. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. As always, we're going to talk some Packers football, taking on the Falcons coming up tonight. Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette. Who does he feel needs to really step up? Because Devontae Adams not playing in this contest, in case you're just tuning us in. He said earlier today on his Twitter account that, nah, baby, nah. The Packers said, no, you're not playing. You got, uh, you've got, you also got to Alan Lazard, who's now in the IR with that sh- surgery. So you are rather limited. We'll talk about that coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. God bless you. We're back. Don't forget, coming up later tonight after the ball game, you got the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Gary Ellison, yours truly. It's a late start time tonight, eight or excuse me, seven fifty Central Time. Uh, Eleven to uh, one a.m. is when we're on the air this evening. Immediately following on many of these same stations, 
after the uh, Packers and the Falcons game. And if you don't get us on your local station, then uh, go to the Radio.com app and follow our flagship station out of Milwaukee, uh, 1250 a.m., and you're pretty much going to be good to go. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, our good buddy Eric Baranchek now joining us. And Eric, no Devontae Adams after he tweeted it out this morning and then pulled that tweet down. And obviously Lazard is out. And between, uh, you know, Darius Shepard and uh, Malik Taylor, those two guys have a catch between them. You've got Marquez Valdez-Scanling, who's kind of an emerging guy but still hasn't really proven himself yet. How optimistic are you regarding the offense this evening? Well, Bill, thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, those are some good questions. It's funny you should say that because I was just having a conversation with Pete Doherty, um, and we were talking about the same thing as how um, how, how is this offense going to look um, tonight because it's certainly going to have some some different faces with some key key areas. To be honest with you, I think this is going to be really exciting. <clears throat> There's a couple things. One, I think uh, we're going to see what this, what the brass up there at the at the twelve sixty five believes, because I believe they feel the offense with with uh, Rogers having the ball in his hand and the stable of running backs um, that they feel the offense can scheme guys open and and make things happen. And otherwise, if they didn't feel that way, I think they probably would have done a little bit more free agency with wide receivers and drafting and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I think the other thing that's going to be really exciting to see is, is how they are going to react um, if they get behind. If they, Are they going to continue to run the ball? Are they going to uh, just throw the running game out the window and throw it up to some bunch of guys that they're, they're not really um, big-name guys who have a whole lot of success in the league? So I think there's a couple things there, and I think they're going to be walking a fine line on defense. I mean, they, that offense that they're going to be facing is not a, a slub. I mean, it's a pretty good offense. And so um, I, I think the more, there's more pressure tonight on the defense than on the offense because the offense is going to score something. Um, and the name of the game is you just got to score one point more than the rest of them, to what, or your, your opponent, excuse me. So, um, you know, I think the pressure is not on the offense regardless. I think the, the, quest, the pressure is solely on that defense to get some stops. That being said, this is an offense that it, for, for the Atlanta Falcons. It's been able to score points pretty much through two and a half quarters of football. It's been the, the last half of the third and the fourth quarter where they've struggled, and their defense has given up you know leads and given up games. So as much as I think that, you know, I agree with you. I think Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, both guys look as if they're going to be playing tonight. You've got some big, uh, big shoes to cover, and you've got to be able to just stop the run, make them somewhat one-dimensional. Maybe uh, Matt Ryan makes a mistake. His numbers have been going down steadily. But the offense is going to have to keep up. Don't you kind of feel that, you know, they're going to have to – for the defense to do what it is they do, the, the offense almost has to score first and maybe a lot to allow the defense to pin their ears back and really come after Matt Ryan and company, right? Well, I think if that's a, the what you're going to – how you're going to play, I think it could could come down to a kick at the end of the game or something of that matter. I, if I'm on the sideline, I'm thinking this. All right. Let's try to slow this game down. Let's keep the ball out of their hands. Let's run the ball. Um, you know, we, hey, we're, we're supposedly quote-unquote a running football team, so let's run it. Let's run the ball. Let's keep the ball out of their hands. Let's chew up the clock. Let's get some scores that way. And, you know, defense, you guys are going to be fresh, so there's no excuse for you guys not to sack the quarterback. I mean, 
that Ryan isn't known for his scramble ability, so they're going to have to get after him. Um, and I have all the confidence in the world in the two cornerbacks that they march out there. Um, I think they're they're pretty solid, and I think that they can um, make things happen. But where I'm concerned is, is going to be the tight end play and the third receiver in, in the middle of the field. So, you know, you're going to have, have who's going to, you know, you're going to have a, a makeshift linebacking crew. So I think the middle part of the field is the part that's scary to me um, as an observer. And uh, I think the outside isn't bad. You I mean they're gonna if they're gonna play zone? Um, I think you'll see a ton of crossing routes um, from from both those receivers. If they're gonna play man to man, you still are probably gonna get a fair amount of that stuff. But I I think a lot of the if that's what what the Packers are gonna do, and that's where I would assume that they're gonna play man up on the outside. Um, that the middle part of the field with tight ends and running backs and the third receiver, I'm not even sure who it is right now. That's the, that's, that's the part that scares me because that's the third and eighth, you know, play that's going to keep drives going and just, you know, get, get things, keep things going on, on the offensive side for the Falcons. So for me, again, it's, it's all about the defense. Talking with Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette tonight. The Packers are looking to remain undefeated, and the Falcons are looking for their first win of this season, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Uh, so Kenny Clark obviously going to be a game-time decision. Huge move if Kenny's able to come back because then it does give you some fortification up front. Some of the guys around him have played extremely well, but it, the question then becomes you look at the, the middle linebacking core and you've got Chris Barnes, you've got uh, Ty Summers, Oren Burks, you know, some of these guys, they, you know, they, they've got to be able to kind of fill the bill here. How confident are you with Chris Barnes and Ty Summers? I, I'm not confident right now. I mean, I think that they did a fair, fairly good job uh, when they needed to uh, last week. Um, There's a, they made a couple big stops um, that happened and then it was, it was pretty good, but, but I, I think that the problem is going to be is I don't, I haven't seen those guys getting a whole lot of, of uh, test um, and third and, and eight and stuff over the middle. I think that's going to be – I really think that's going to be the challenge. Of that low hole and uh, uh, is, a, is a spot that's been a bugaboo for, for Mike Pettin's defenses. Um, so, you know, the guys that have got to really step up and play, you know, first – you always got to be good on first down. We know that. But but on, with this week, they got to get the heck off the field on third down. So – so Amos and Savage are going to have to play stellar games, uh, and, and they have a tough challenge because they're going to have guys that can run on the outside. So they're going to have to be able to be smart and play and, and stay over the top of that, or it could get ugly. The other thing is, is they're going to have to, you know, especially Savage more so than Amos and those two, two linebackers you just mentioned. Those guys are going to have to play the middle part of the field, and they're going to have to stop tight ends, and they're going to have to stop Gurley out of the backfield. And that is the challenge. And I, you know, maybe they can do it. Maybe they can't, but they're going to need to tonight because because if I'm the Falcons, I'm running those two outside guys. I'm running them deep, and I'm going to say, all right, Packers, you're going to try. I'm going to I'm going to dink and dunk you down the field, and you got a bunch of no names playing in the middle there. We're going to test the heck out of you guys, and that's what I would do because then is you got a lot of room to cover. Just you know, as that as you get closer to the end zone, that gap gets smaller and smaller, but. The middle part of the field, that's ugly. Uh, that, if you can't run with, with a tight end or you can't run with a running back or a third or another receiver, it can really get ugly in a hurry. So 
uh, it's going to be more um, more pressure going to be put on on the Smith boys, and if Gary's going to be able to play, and uh, and they got to get to that quarterback, and they got to a get him off his spot so he throws it up, and b they got to dirty up that jersey early, or I think it could get ugly. Uh, this might be one of these games where statistically it comes down to just one number, and that be that, that's turnovers. I mean, you look at the Packers defensively. They've had three key turnovers so far in three key moments of ball games. The Jair Alexander, the Shepard pick six, and then obviously um, uh, um, then the, uh, the the fumble last week was Zedaria Smith creating it and then covering it up after the fact. So uh, for as much as we can look at all the other numbers, this may come down to just something, or I should say the Sullivan pick six, this may come down to just simply a, a couple of turnovers here or there, and that's the way the Packers end up getting the win. I, I And the question then becomes, can they win without getting a turnover? Well, they haven't been able to do it in the past. You know, right. that, that defense is, is hangs on two things. They hang their hats on sacks, and they hang their hats on on uh, uh, turnovers. And they're going to need to do that. And you know what? I think if you can get Matt Ryan moving, there's going to be opportunities there. Um, but if he sits in that pocket and he's going to pick them, he can pick you right apart. And I would see it happening in the middle part of the field. Um, I, I really think, they're gonna, you know, you're going to try and test King and, and Alexander, but, you know, Go ahead and try that. I hope I hope you have success. But I, I that would not be where I would attack this defense. I'd attack the middle part of the field on this defense and and uh, make them cover the low hole. And then you, and then hopefully if, I'm speaking for the Falcons now. Hopefully either Amos or Savage uh, make a mistake and then you can hit one deep. So those are the things that that I'm looking at tonight is going to be that middle part of the field. How the heck are they going to? cover that up and they're, if they're going to get turnovers it's going to have to happen because that Ryan gets moved around and gets moved off his spot if he doesn't get moved off his spot you know it could get it could, it, it could get ugly and let's let's face it the Smith boys have been a little quiet this year you know I'm not saying they're bad or anything but they've been a little quieter than they have you know than they were last year so that is a cause for concern and hopefully Gary can get into the mix and they can start getting some uh, some more and more uh, pressure on that quarterback uh, before I let you go, the other thing I, I, I think I'm taking kind of like looking at over and unders, but uh, 27 total touches tonight for Aaron Jones. Too high or too low? That might be about right. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of looking in that area. To tonight. They're going to need to split him out, and, and they're going to need to hit him in the flat, um, and then hopefully they have some success running the ball. It would be interesting to see if they can get A.J. Dillon on the field. And uh, if they get a little bit of a lead at the end of the game and start, you know, working him some, so that'll be the interesting to watch. But in a tight ball game, I'm not so sure. On a running back that runs straight up and down, I'm not so sure we'll see him. But um, I think I think it'll be very very close game. Uh, Eric, always good, my friend, and we will talk again soon. Okay. You have a great day, and uh, we'll see you later tonight. You going to be there? Appreciate it, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go. That's Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, uh, give him a buzz, 844-PRIDE. Go to SchneiderJobs.com if you're looking for a job or a great team to join. That's uh, our friends at Schneider. Schneider, uh, again, 844-PRIDE. Go to SchneiderJobs.com. You can find Eric on Twitter at Eric Branchek. One, Eric Branchek, one. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Van Horn Automotive. They want to buy your car. They have dealerships in Iowa. They have dealerships in Wisconsin. All over the place, they continue to grow. Different makes, different models, foreign, domestic, import, whatever it happens to be you need. Uh, and in addition to that, 
Uh, their service departments are fantastic, but they do everything online, so you're CDC effective. You're not going to have to worry about uh, going in and touching things or anything like that. Plus, they can clean up after the fact if they do some work on your vehicle or if you purchase a new one or what have you. And uh, you can do everything online. You can buy a car. You can look for a new, look for a used. You can finance a car, trade in a car, schedule service, all online. Go to VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com and see for yourself what it is they're doing right now. Again, VanHornAuto.com. And tell them we sent you. I've done it now four times with four different vehicles and love the service, love the departments out there. Again, go to VanHornAuto.com. Meanwhile, in Madison, uh, there's an injury to talk about. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Packers and the Falcons. Tonight on Monday Night Football, kickoff moved up to 7.50. The Packers placed wide receiver Alan Lazard on IR over the weekend. I asked Devontae Adams if he'll be able to come back tonight from that hamstring injury. We'll, we'll see. Um, feeling a lot better this week than last week. Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan. Uh, what stands out on tape watching the Packers defense? They give you a lot of different looks uh, and a lot of different personnel groupings uh, on the defensive side of the ball. So it's going to be huge for us to you know identify who's in there. Although Atlanta is still looking for their first win, they have put points on the board early in the games. Packers head coach Matt Lafleur. They've got Todd Gurley there in the in the backfield along with a couple other guys. Hayden Hurst. I mean, there's multiple weapons on the field. So the more weapons you have on the field, obviously it's tougher for a defense to defend. That's Matt LaFleur. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Glad to have you. A little bit cooler outside, so if you're looking for new windows and doors, you know winter's coming. You want to save, you want to get a great deal, and you want to beautify your home and add some value to it. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors, the 555 remains. Remains. Got one more week to get it done. So if you're looking for five years, no interest, five months before your first payment, and 5% bonus savings on windows, doors, and installation, now is the time to do it. That's the 555 from Pella Windows and Doors. Go to PellaWI.com. That is Pella. WI.com again, Pella, WI.com. So yesterday you get a little bit of a bombshell coming out of Madison where Jack Cohn, the starting quarterback, uh, suffers a foot injury and for all intents and purposes is going to require some surgery. Um, You know, the depth chart of quarterback, not 100% clear, but Graham Mertz, you would assume the highly, highly touted redshirt freshman would be the next man up. Uh, Cone uh, had completed just under 70% of his passes, uh, 18 touchdowns, only five picks, leading the Badgers to that Big Ten West title and a Rose Bowl appearance. And, uh, you know, uh, offensive coordinator Joe Rudolph had high praise for Cone's performance in the early stages of all the practices, saying that he's been looking really, really good and reflecting his confidence. And so Graham Mertz able to preserve his red shirt last season while still getting some game action going 9 for 10 and 73 yards and is Wisconsin's highest-rated quarterback recruit of all time. 
So you would assume it's Graham Mertz time. Uh, you know, for many that have been clamoring for it, and I've said it time and again too, you don't want to see with all that's going on right now, you don't want to see Mertz decide to, you know, go elsewhere, so to speak. But uh, now, you know, through circumstance, unfortunately, uh, Graham Mertz looks like he's going to be getting his shot. So for those that have been clamoring for Graham Mertz to get onto the field more, um, it's it's Graham Mertz time. And you know what? With no clear-cut, you know, standout Jonathan Taylor-esque style of running back, or for that matter, some of the other running backs that they've had in the past that have been so exceptional, uh, you know, you may need to rely upon the quarterback this season, probably more so than you have had in recent history. So Graham Mertz, not only is he going to get really his first, or you would assume is going to get his first real shot at starting, but in a season in which you're probably going to have more the more the onus on the shoulder of the quarterback. So it looks like it's Graham Mertz time out in uh, in Madison, and we'll have to find out, you know, what the severity of the foot injury is and if if indeed Jack Cohn needs surgery, how long he's going to be out. It's a shame for Jack Cohn, no doubt about it, but now it's Graham Mertz time to step in. Uh, We did talk a little baseball. Got to wrap some baseball up. Tim Allen, host of the Baseball Postgame Show. Uh, We talked to him a little bit earlier today. You're going to hear that coming back. Also, our good buddy Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider. It's time to talk some more Packers and get you ready for tonight's contest between the Falcons and the Packers. 7.50 Central Time. Don't forget the Green and Gold Postgame Show, 11 until 1 tonight into tomorrow morning. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michaels Show coming up right after this. Sports Talk Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.